0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with Air on News Talk. Now, despite the world being generally safer than we have ever uh, seen before, we seem to get more and more nervous and afraid of everything when it comes to our children. That's according to Ellen Beat, who is the professor at Queen Maud University College of Early Childhood Education in Norway. Ellen, you have written a book about the importance of risky play for our children. Tell us what you mean by risky play.
1: Risky play is uh, when children uh, intentionally seek and explore risk and thrills in their play. So they explore uncertainties, they try new things that they have never done before, and it could potentially uh, result in injury. But still, they want to, you know, have that feeling of tickles in my tummy and, uh, yeah, not knowing what happens. So
0: are you, I mean, I'm thinking of times like, climbed trees and stuff as a kid and got stuck up them and took ages to get down and stuff like that. Are you talking about that kind of thing?
1: Yeah, it could be exploring heights, playing in heights. It could be exploring speed. It could be, you know, rough and tumble play where they're testing their strength it could be exploring more dangerous elements out in the nature
0: sure.
1: or go exploring alone but in the nature parents, or other places.
0: I suppose we live in an era where, I mean, I grew up in the 80s. There was very little health and safety. It wasn't really a, a, a consideration at the time. But we live in an era of health and safety now. And our parents, is it fair to say, are largely shutting down that risky play that, that kids, you know, yeah. may be previously engaged in?
1: Yeah, we are very afraid for our kids and we want to keep them safe. But I think uh, in the long run, we will actually robbing them for very great experiences and a lot of learning.
0: OK, that's the important thing. Why Why is there a benefit in risky play to children? Explain to people who are listening. that These children are their, their precious prides and joys. They don't want anything to happen to them. See, so I get why the parents don't want the risky play. But why is it important?
1: It's important in many ways. It, uh, it allows for children to be, become better in, in terms of motor skills and physical skills. It's also very important for their psychological and mental uh, development. And one of the most important things I uh, am focusing on is that they become better in actually managing and assessing risks themselves.
0: Okay. So that so they learn about risk taking. They learn how far to push it and and when something is too dangerous or not. So that is, yeah. is, is it that? Um, well, I just and mentioned climbing trees myself as a kid and, and I did and we played in building sites. You know what I mean? And we walked yeah. along the, the rafters of roofs and all kinds of things when I think about it now. But we did that because we were out playing without our parents there. I would suggest that in the 80s if my parents had a seen what I was doing they would have tried to stop me. But we we as kids were were allowed out to kind of free play without supervision. But is that where things have changed that, that parents don't really like to let kids out of their sight now?
1: Yeah, that's one of the things we're not, we're supervising our kids all the time. And also we have make, made playgrounds uh, too safe, I would say. So they've, they've become boring for children. So they are actually, there's actually nothing to explore there. So, the, you know, combined with the supervising and also boring playgrounds, uh, that's not a good combination for children who are looking for a thrill.
0: Okay, so what do do parents do? Because it is the parents' instinct to protect that. That's just a, a given. And as I say, most of the risky things I did as a kid were without my parents' knowledge. So, so do parents need to back off a little bit and let let kids? do unsupervised things? What? what how, how do we navigate this for kids to, to sort of get them back out there taking small risks?
1: Well, I think um, if parents want to be there with their kids, at least they should, as you say, back off a little bit. Children usually manage much more than us adults <laughs> think. So if we can believe in, in them and, uh, a little bit more and let them try by themselves instead of, you know, stopping them or trying to help them all the time, uh, I think we will be, be, um, uh, we will notice that they they are really good at managing risks and they become better and better step by step okay. by being able to explore it. That's
0: very interesting. Um so so back off a little bit, parents, would, would be the advice. I, I, I have a, a theory that's based on nothing, let's be honest. But but I was wondering is this something to do with smaller family sizes? If you've only got two children then then each of those children is half your 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 mm. your child family. Whereas back yeah. in the day in Ireland we used to have families that were ten children and, and each of your children was one tenth of the family. But also if you have ten children you're run ragged, so you haven't got time to supervise every little thing. Has smaller family sizes contributed to this kind of helicopter parenting?
1: Yeah, I think that's a good point. And it also is because we are getting children when we're older and humans are tending to become less and less uh, risk-taking themselves when they become older. So parents are... (laughs) <laughs> less risk taking themselves uh, these days uh, and also have smaller families. So they don't tolerate that much risk or uncertainty.
0: Okay. I'm just looking at some of your advice that they need to take on a bit of speeds. They need to use swings, slides, bicycles. They need to use real world tools like you, it's knives, yeah. screwdrivers and hammers. These are yeah. things that people put on high shelves away from their children. But you're saying, no, we're getting it wrong.
1: Yeah, I think it's important that children uh, get used to um, managing those things uh, at an, from an early age. So step by step, they can become, become better at managing it instead of, you know, letting them lose when they're like 10, 11, 12 years when they have no you know, competence in how to manage it.
0: And we are seeing that, aren't we? We are seeing kids losing some motor skills, both fine and gross motor skills. We're actually seeing that happen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's a really interesting uh, and thought-provoking piece. Thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. That is Ellen Beat, who is um, the professor of Early childhood education at the, the Queen Maud University in Norway. Let us know what you think. I know our children are our most precious, you know, most prized things in our lives. But are we getting it kind of wrong, protecting them from everything, cotton wooling them from everything? Um, let us know what you think. Really hard to let go, though, isn't it? But WhatsApp us 087-140-106. News
1: Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk.